Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. What's good, Internet? It is Monday, February 8th. I guess it's not true anymore, right? These are coming out on Tuesdays. Tuesday. So that's wrong. Tuesday, Tuesday. February 9th, and you are listening <laughs> To Waypoint Radio, episode 375. I'm your host, Austin Walker. I'm joined today by Patrick Klopik. Hello. Pa- Patrick? Hello? I said hello. Damn. Oh, you come through. Mm, Hashtag. You know what? Heard the hello. Hashtag. <laughs> heard the hello. Here it comes. It's back. Okay. The sequel. That's good. Just like Tom Brady and the Seven Rings. Uh, the Seven Hellos of Waypoint Radio. Also joining us, obviously, Ricardo Contreras. How you doing, Ricardo? You know, all right. Overstuffed with guac. Oh, you got all <laughs> what did you do? Did you like do the whole, do a whole thing? Like it's you literally the, the one emotions? time. Yeah, the one time I like <laughs> always. I will always watch the Super Bowl just so I can make a bunch of shit food, and then, you know, usually have friends over, and we like don't really pay too much attention to the game until it's halftime. Um, yeah. But yeah, I made too much food because normally I did make it make for other the people. Same amount of food <laughs> yeah, this year <laughs> as if there were a bunch of people coming over. I think that's the way to do it, though, right? You say. Uh-huh. Fuck it. I'm still going to live my life. Yeah. And my life now involves eating uh, 3x the amount of food. <laughs> Just a, because God, shit ton of I'm not going to let this this COVID keep me down. I'm still going to eat a half a pound of guac. Yeah. Godspeed. It was delicious. Uh, it was great. All you weekend. I have another half, <laughs> half a pound in the fridge still. It's going to be good all week. See, so, like, we went like the opposite route where. Um, uh, we were going to order like wings from like a great place down, down the street. Yeah. Mm. And my, you know, it was my birthday yesterday too. So my, oh, my happy birthday, like, hey, Patrick. Hey. Uh, uh, negative Tom Brady degrees. got himself a set of the next other ring. <laughs> yeah, your birthday. I, yeah. I got myself, uh, <laughs> st- stuck inside with never do 13 degree weather. And oh. my daughter oh. getting me, uh, uh, picking out a Jurassic park t-shirt for me from target, opening it. And then her going, Oh, you already have this. I'm sorry. And I was like, well, <laughs> thanks for getting it for me anyway. Is the thought that counts. Um, anyway, it was, it, uh, she said, do you want to get wings from that, that place? And I was like, you know, mm-hmm. we got Costco wings and they're pretty good. I'm not even like lying here. Like I, they're fine. I was like, do we not nah, like, let's just do the Costco wings. Like we'll just put those <laughs> in and that's good enough. So like, I went like, I'm Kata's out here. You know, making food for a family, and yeah. I'm out here being like the Costco bag is fine. <laughs> yeah, let's just uh, let's just stay in tonight, honey. That that's <laughs> that's the vibe. It, uh, the one that one that's not Costco, they got good sauce. So like yeah. that's I I like them. I, I would try Costco wings. I'm not here to judge until I've had them and then decide I don't think not good. that I I should say I think when I say Costco 
I, 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 they're not Kirkland brand. It's just like whatever one. I don't know which one it you don't actually know if it was is. One a Tyson of the, or a whatever right. else. Yeah, I don't think it's a Tyson. No, I think I think uh, it, it's it's a smaller one. But like it was specifically the sauce is like it's got a real uh, kick gotcha. to it that I mm. that I enjoyed. So damn. Well, now I want to anyway. know what they are. So what are the other dips sorry. though? All right, so we got guac, but that's standard. Would you make you make the guac? I'm assuming. Or yes. are you also trudging out into the snow? You know, against your partner's wishes to go to the <laughs> bodega to buy bodega guac. Oh, don't, yeah. No, 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 no. I'm making that guac. Always okay. making my own right. guac. Is that, making is that my your own primary? wings. Yeah. Uh, it's wings. Wings is the central feature, actually, with, yes. with my own sauce. Because, you know, buffalo. Ooh. Wing sauce is really, just what's butter. Your buffalo, wait, talk, talk to me about your buffalo sauce. It's just butter, garlic, and whatever my hot sauce of the moment is. Like, you just oh, put so you're the hot just sauce ma- you're just moment. You're just home making yeah. the buffalo sauce as opposed to, like, I thought yeah. there was, like, a... Unique Kato special. No, um, no. And the Kato like, special is the hot sauce that's in the fridge. Whatever is good at the moment. Usually some okay. uh, snake oil, which is a Baltimore Ooh, local okay. that I really enjoy. Real um, quick. Can I, Paul? You said yeah. snake oil. And I learned something last week that is fucking phenomenal and huh. weird. Okay. So, you know, if I, if I say someone's a snake oil salesman, mm-hmm. what I mean is that they're like a scam artist, right? That they're like a con man. Right. Right. And, and that's, you know, what snake oil was historically in the American like frontier. Medicine, right? Like a tonic. Yeah. Like, like it's, of sorts, yeah. right? Yeah. It's like a tonic of sorts. And explicitly, I think people use it to mean like a huckster who is selling some something that doesn't work. Right. Yeah. You're just a fucking snake oil salesman. Right. This is this is patent medicine. This isn't real shit. It turns out that snake oil originates in in um, it comes to America via Chinese um uh immigrants. And in China, snake oil was like a real thing that came from uh, taking the oils of Chinese water snakes, which were high in like omega three fatty acids, and making a tonic with those that would help things because we need omega three fatty acids. America <laughs> does not have Chinese water snakes, ah. and so after going through that supply, a bunch of white people were like, "We can make fucking, we can make snake oil. So we can <laughs> make rattlesnakes, <laughs> right?" And so they started making it with rat with rattlesnake oil and doing it in a big show where it's like, I'm going to kill this rattlesnake and you're going to see that I make, I got the oil from this rattlesnake. And that doesn't work because rattlesnakes are And then, of course, immediately the biggest snake oil person was like, you know what? I'm not even going to touch a snake. No snakes involved. We're gonna get we're gonna get cow oil. Actually, we're gonna get cow fat and mix that in with some with it's it was cow fat. Then it was and this is the best shit in the world. This is uh it's it's exactly what you want. Hmm. Like. Basically, chili powder or or something like that uh-huh. to make it sting when you when you drank it or put it on, yeah. so that you felt like, oh yeah, that's that's working. That <laughs> that burns a little bit, um, and then something to make it smell like medicine, and that's it. And it wasn't like that's it. All right, wow. go for it. And that's yeah. the story of America, baby. There that's, it is. That's incredible. That's anyway. Great. Snake oil is a good, a good name a good for Wikipedia a hot sauce. Yeah. You know, you yes. don't get enough of those yes. these days. Feels like you've seen too much. Yeah. And then every once in a while, you get one. It's like ah, still got it's incredible. it. Incredible. <laughs> Um, anyway, Kato, uh, snake oil. I haven't tried snake oil, uh, hot sauce. What's the, what's the flavor profile? Talk to me about, talk to me about the sauce. It's made with fish peppers, apparently. Hmm. The thing from the Chesapeake Bay area. Um, it's not super spicy. Like I've had worse, but it's, uh, I, it's, I have a hard time describing it other than delicious. Like sometimes mm-hmm. you get a hot sauce and it's like, I, it, I only care about the heat. It's not going to yeah, taste yeah, like yeah, anything yeah. in particular, but this has like a flavor to it that is really good as a seasoning in and of itself. So I really enjoy nice. it. Nice. 
Yeah. That Your good. inability to, d- to describe why you like it is like a constant source of tension with my <laughs> wife's uh, exceptional cooking. Mm. Um, uh, she's now just accepted me, you know, 15 plus years in for who I am, which is that my ability to, she's like, you're a writer. Like, don't you have like some sort of expanded vocabulary <laughs> and when, it com- when it comes to explaining, like, what, what do you, what did you like about the meal? It was good. Um, <laughs> asshole. <laughs> God. <laughs> it had some nice umami. Just throw that I'm in just- there. <laughs> That's the thing. I feel like you have to just put the work in to learn like 12 <laughs> vocabulary words. For well, foods. I got better once I once we bought our house and had kids and I was mm. cooking more often right. so right. that I actually it's like, oh, like if you cook, you, like you understand how, you know, the salt and, you know, just like basic like I had, yeah. I just didn't have a vocabulary for because my wife was an exceptional cook, loved cooking and was like, cool, this seems like a. I'm just going to coast on this. Um, eat this uh, up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, geez. All right. Well, did anyone do any video game type shit over the... Actually, you know what? It's been a week. Because Okay, so for people who who maybe are just jumping in this week, they, they skipped the last couple of episodes. We are, for the next, I guess, four weeks now, yeah. doing on Fridays, on the Friday episode, we're dropping uh, two panel conversations from Reset, which is a show that we helped uh, work uh, on for for Vice TV, uh, formerly Viceland. Uh, it's made by a bunch of great people from like the Vice News side of of the organization, um, and it's covering like games, culture, and history, and and stuff. And at the end of each one of those, there's a conversation, there's a panel, and that gets that gets chopped down because it's TV. And so we are giving you the whole panel here. Kato is editing those. Thank you, Kato. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Hashtag thank you, Kato. <laughs> Uh, and, uh, because of that though, that means we didn't do a Friday podcast last week. And I feel like stuff happened. What's the order of operations? What was the first news item that hit that I was like, God damn it. I wish we were doing a Friday podcast. <laughs> was it Stadia? They was it Mass yeah, Effect? That's one of the, uh, it, I think Google was before then Mass Effect, I think. I yeah. Think. Well, what's up with Stadia? Can't wait to for all those Stadia first party games. What's the deal? Yeah, they with Stadia. Uh, <laughs> uh, Kotaku broke and then was subsequently uh, confirmed by, by by Google themselves that they are go- going to release a handful of like you know partnership games or games that they're developing. It's kind of unclear, but you know some things will still come out in 2021. But uh, beyond that, they are largely exiting the the business of making their own games and are. Seemingly mostly going to transition Stadia to being some sort of like partner technology. Like, uh-huh. you know, hey, Bethesda, do you want to stream games? Like, we've got uh, Stadia. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, the, the uh, you know, I, there were red flags from the beginning when they announced a platform and said, and we're also forming development studios and mm-hmm. we're going to make AAA games. And it's like, yo, that takes three to four years if you've already got the wheels greased you know you're gonna start mm-hmm. from scratch um and so i think to this date uh like i don't know that stadia has actually released an in-house developed game they have released games exclusive to stadia that were like partnerships where like they reached out to an independent studio and like hey we'll you know give you some money to finish this up like but i don't i don't know that there's been anything firmly under the 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 stadia branding and there just uh, won't be which you know largely calls into question the whole endeavor going forward because why yeah. why would you purchase a game <clears throat> on 
So, you know, I could see uh, purchasing Stadia Pro, you know, doing the subscription thing. And if there's a game on there you want to screw around with, I can see, you know, at least you can get in and out of that in a, in a month. But, you know, uh, I, I don't see any reason why you should want to purchase games on their platform when there's every reason to think in. It probably doesn't happen tomorrow or even next year. It probably happens in a couple of years. But, like, yeah. you know, if you want to be in a the reason people love buying games on Steam is because they like it all in one place. And. People like to hoard their collections of games. I get it. Um, there's just no reason to do that on Stadia anymore, which just well, like, calls there's it. There's a double. There's a the, the thing too about it is like so you know I'm not a big I'm not a big physical goods guy. Like I don't have a big collection of stuff. That's not me. I'm happy yeah, to have their digital whatever. Um, and 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 I know that that makes me like uh, persona non grata for a lot of people inside of our our hobby because lots of people like collecting stuff, and I get that. Um, uh, but and part of being the sort of person I am is admitting that, like, oh, yeah, it could all go away tomorrow, theoretically, right? Yeah. Like, I know that Steam could be like, oh, sorry, uh, no more games, done. And people would be pissed <laughs> yeah. about it, Ga- but, like... Gabe's, uh, <laughs> how, the, I, I mean, you remember that famous Marvel Comics, uh, House of Gabe No more games. No goes, more games. He whispers, no more games, <laughs> no and more then games. Steam, yeah. Steam goes under. Yeah, of course. Uh, wow, WandaVision episode five, wild. <laughs> uh, so, I know that, but there's a, there's a gap even between my position and then something like Stadia, where you need the servers to work, you need the service to be provided to continue to have access to the games. You there's want. no, there, there's no. Um, I can't just uh, unplug the Ethernet and be like, oh, I got it on my hard drive. It's not going. Well, you anywhere. can usually kind of like hammer like, hey, pirates, you know, uh, yes. uh, hobbyists. Yes. Um, well, they will they will take care of you. That's just not. That is always like sort of like the, the you know one of the great you know uh, you know problems with. Um, cloud stuff. As much as I like like the convenience and think it will, it is going to be a, a, a you know a component of things going forward, uh, no matter what. Um, but at least like in a Game Pass situation, like uh, you know, or or X Cloud rather, it's like oh, I can buy that game locally. I can go right. buy a disc. The, right. the thing here, the pitch here is oh, I can just I can also be in my couch and like jump into a Halo match with my phone in in the hotel right. lobby. Um, whereas with State is like no, like if they whatever like. You know, Jade Raymond's teams were cooking up. Those games were never going to be released in any form other than right. like their cloud-based. There's there's no way to like scrape the execute like the data. Totally, like totally. It would just only exist in video form. Like that's the only way that you'd ever be able to like absent the company releasing the data, which they wouldn't do. Um, right, right. That was the the only way that it was going to exist. So it was that that was yeah you're right. That was kind of a, but a like, step also further. The, the other half of that of the like. Okay, let's say I had bought Assassin's Creed Valhalla on Stadia, and that's the one place I have it. That game, that purchase is as good as Google keeping this service running. That's it. If Google decides in three years to shut down the servers to Stadia, I would then lose access to those games. And maybe they won't do it. Maybe they'll keep it on the back burner indefinitely because they've made these purchases or these sales. What they probably what they probably have done is charted out how long until people don't get mad about it anymore, which is probably like five years or something. I mean, I guess it sticks around Um, in like the in the like the the UB like I wrote about like the way I played you know, 10 hours of Valhalla before I realized there were a hundred hours of Valhalla. Right, right, right. Um, What was, you know, like it was, it was neat that I, you know, you could, you could purchase, you know, the game through, uh, you know, Ubisoft store. And then, well, if you also purchase it through Steam, you know, Stadia, you could play in those different places. So I I could see like stuff like that kind of like, and that's probably what Google 
sees is the future of it is like, hey, we have this giant YouTube audience. Like, what if they could just buy the game here and you yeah. know have partnerships with the developers and you know? Well, and, that, and that's the thing there. is like I think this speaks to why when Stadia was first announced, so many people intuitively misunderstood that there would be the that just buying it or or that the primary setup for it would be a subscription service that gave you access to games to a yeah. Netflix style selection and also, of games. And also, because it just makes I, sense because you know you don't own it. You know right. you don't own. It does. It's not going to a digital library in, in the way because it's not on. It's not running on your machine. And so I think a lot of people, or at least even for me, when I first made that mistake, it was like, oh, of course, yeah, it's like Netflix. I'm streaming these things, and so I don't own them, but they're in a collection. Like, no, that's not it. You're spending full product price for the fucking game, and, and there, also, and there's also this thing, and yes. also you're not just playing the high end PC games. Like I've oh, so right. like very close to Stadia's <laughs> launch, yeah. did not realize that they companies were being asked to port their games to right. Stadia. And like that finally like became crystal clear with like Red Dead Redemption 2 where it was like, oh, like this is like only just as good as the Xbox uh, mm, mm-hmm. 1X uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> version of, of the game. It was like, what do you, really? Like this seems like an extremely large hurdle to ask to, you know, companies to produce like their own like Linux port of, of this game. Um, and so there's just a lot of, you know, I mean, Stadia was a, 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 you know, a lot of like red flag decisions. I always sort of like not defended it, but at least like it was neat that the technology worked like it did. Like you could boot up these games instantly, play them relatively lag free as long as you weren't, you know, trying to play in a competitive fighting game. And that part of it worked and it was neat. It's like, oh, OK, well, they did like what seemed like the hard part, which was the technology is like, mm-hmm. oh, it's Google. They're big. You know, maybe they can figure out the rest as they as they go along. Um, and that that is they they didn't. And then also Instead said they did the Google this thing. seems hard. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Jeez. Which which is also in some ways it's interesting coming off of some additional reporting around the Amazon uh uh game development situation where mm-hmm. uh was that a Schreier piece? Was that was Yeah, that? co uh, bylined with uh, another uh, writer at Bloomberg. But okay. yeah, Jason um uh, it basically it. sounds like the situation there is uh, r- rough. Um, sounds like it's a lot of high expectations with very little with with uh, less than than the required resources, and then also expectations based around a, a deep lack of knowledge <laughs> around what the the way that games are made and and what you should expect from a team and how big of a splash any game can make uh, on, on, you know, you can plan for Um, some, some real damning quotes in that piece about the leadership uh, of that, of that team. Well, I think it's, it's like, you see this stuff alongside every company in the world getting into streaming. And I think not that it is easy to make a television show or, or a movie or what have you, but I think it is like, these things are proving out that it is easier to spin up something like that. There's more of a template that you can Mm -hmm. follow to like, I want to get into to Hollywood than it is to getting into. I want to make a new Call of Duty. Like it's just harder, um, right. and totally. and there isn't much of a like a playbook to to follow uh, in terms of how you actually do that. And so then when you bring in folks like you know Amazon thing like starts at the bottom where it's like sounds like it was a misogynistic and terrible like place to work <clears> at the <throat> bottom, and then like as you go up, you get a leadership position that, like is just doesn't understand how video games even are made or what goes into that. And so you combine the, the sandwich of the two of those together and you have a, you know, a place that has not been, that has spent billions of dollars producing 
like more canceled games, publicly canceled games. Not ca- games are canceled behind the scenes all the time. Amazon has made this incredible habit of announcing, <laughs> just doing open betas, and then being like, "Well, this didn't work." Yep. Onto the onto the next one, yeah. um, which I fully expect there that that uh, colonialist MMO to <sighs> to go through a potentially similar <laughs> similar arc. We'll then they gave have a beta, see. and then they were like, "What if we delayed it for a year?" Yeah, I think there was a long delay on it. Also, really quick, the other journalist on that piece was Priya Anand. I want to make sure I shout her out uh, along with Jason. Um, so, yeah, the Google thing is just like – also, 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 I do want to say I do know Stadia Pro exists. I do know that there is a subscription tier on the Stadia. Please don't send corrections to me on Twitter. <laughs> uh, I know that exists, but I think a lot of people just thought that would be the product in a way because it's just what, it's just what intuitively made sense. So, yeah, that was – Weirdly, moves. that's what Go Amazon's – like, I, right. I still have – I have a, a box some somewhere in here of a of an Amazon controller that they sent at some point. Um, but like Lua, uh, yeah, they made a controller. Um, <laughs> apparently, it's fine in the same way that the Stadia controller is like fine. fine. Yeah. Um, uh, these days, it's just like make your knockoff Xbox controller and like you're good. Like Microsoft at least did that. You know, for us, is like made it like a nice template of how to make a dual stick controller, and you can kind of just make that plastic mold and move forward. But um, there, like, yeah, Lua is uh, is pure subscription. You don't buy the games; you just buy into the subscription. And it also has partnerships with, you know, uh, Ubisoft in the same way. We're like, hey, if you you know, you can you can cross save between um, different platforms um, and, and stream it there. Um, but also, they're just running like it's not it's not running your Steam library. It's not just like the PC version, but it's basically just running the PC version. Like there's like they're minimal not, work involved. Right. For, it's not a it's not a, like an explicit. It's port not a port. In a way you, that. You're just doing like UI. You're just doing some customization things. To it's not as simple as like file export Lua, but yeah, yeah, yeah. um, or it's Luna. A lot clo- Luna? Luna, Luna, Lua, Lua, Lua. Uh, Lua I think is the programming language. Mm-hmm. Hmm. That might be the programming language you need to do for. Stadia. <laughs> I now forget. Well, either way, I, clearly anyway, I haven't yes. used the service, but my understanding is yes. like, like the technology that works generally as well as Stadia. And uh, I don't know that anyone's using the Amazon service, but at least has like, I mean, look, at the end of the day, it sounds like everyone's going to get like Amazon will probably get bored of this too when they, it doesn't make any money and yeah. they'll stop doing it. And like Microsoft's going to end up being the one that like had the right idea all along was just like, hey, buy your game. And then like, just like you want to play it somewhere else, cool. Like you can. It's like, yeah, this is a value like, add. This that's is kind of like all a... anybody really wanted uh, right. from from it, uh, at least in the like kind of current environment, especially given various people's bandwidth constraints and, and things like that. At least with Xbox, you know, you can buy Halo, and it's like, all right, well, I'm just not going to be able to stream it from different right. parts of my house. Like, okay, well then you can just download it and play it on your on your machine, and your I mean, maybe don't do it on original Xbox, but uh, you know, go yeah. with God. Totally. Um, some other news from last week worth hitting. We we got that Mass Effect announcement, that Mass Effect Mass Effect, uh, no more ass effect, I think. I just what, saw that um, story. The kids are, uh, they got rid of, they're taking out some some of the camera. Like, I mean, there's famously. Oh, yeah. Some Miranda shots Miranda's, in Mass Effect yeah. 2. Yeah, yeah. yeah just a. Just, just, just deeply, <laughs> deeply. Uh, it's just look, a shot of her ass taking up like half the frame. And look, it's un, a good unre- ass. No but one like, is not in a scene dis- where she's supposed to be being sexy. Do you know what I mean? It's not. No, like they, uh, it's just she's having a conversation. Wow. Yeah, she's like, I have, I miss my sister. Ass shot. Let's go. 
My relationship oh, with my God. father in is in peril, just like every other character in this game. Give me that butt. Like, that's 100% how it's set up. I want to imagine that, uh, like, you know, like, we just watched the Super Bowl, and, like, someone in, like, a, you know, like, the, the television truck is, like, calling up the camera angle. There's, like, some, like, there's a, some, a, you know, the, like, the director AI from Left 4 Dead is, like, give me that ass shot. <laughs> God. Miranda's beautiful. So that's they're doing that. They're uh what else are they doing? Uh they you know, they they tightened up the shooting in level 5 or whatever the <laughs> fuck. They they okay, so the thing that I'd actually heard was like they started by looking at Mass Effect 3 and like tightening up Mass Effect 3 visually or whatever, which seems the screenshots that they released for this are just filled with lens flare in a way I don't understand how you One, get one there. of them didn't I, make any like I pasted the three ones I got early in like our our Slack chat and, and like two of them like there was like one of the Mako yes. outside. It's like oh this I, you can easily you can really see like the work they put in. Maybe you don't like the, the, the like the artistic approach or whatever, but like you could see like the, the stark difference. There was mm-hmm. one of like a character model. I was like oh okay I can, I can see it. Yes. Is it was that way, one is that- of just. Is that the one with the with the flare? Maybe that also? is it. But there's just, yeah. Yeah, like the character model doesn't look any different. It's just yeah. like there's just a, like a control V. Like I mean, Photoshop for a while had that thing where you maybe it still has it where you could just like put in like the the star shine like yeah. the people yeah. would always put yeah. into there. You know, I don't know what that one was called, but it feels like the equivalent of the the Abrams uh, lens flare. A hundred percent. And like it doesn't make a lot of sense visually to me. Anyway, so I it's. You know I'm a big Mass Effect fan. You know I did that mm-hmm. Mass Effect game for them last whatever last fall, um, and and so I've been I've been like eagerly awaiting this, and I think that there is like, and you also know what a weird stickler I am after the Demon Souls thing, where sure. I'm like, you know, don't don't fuck it up too much, don't make it too good. Uh, I'm Austin, um, <laughs> and there's stuff here that like, so there's a there's a thing on their website that lets you do like a like a drag and compare do you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like one of those things where it's like here's what the new game looks like here's what the old game looks like and it's footage on the planet vermeyer in mass effect one which is one of these that i'm most curious about because that's the game that like doesn't fit the mold of two or or three in terms of structure but also in terms of like action feel like it's just not have you played these games either of you oh yeah Yeah, i I loved all three yeah so one just is not a is not built to be a cover shooter in the same way. It has cover and you shoot. It feels it like bio, have, like bi, bi, baby Bioware's first action game, and has like all the crud that goes along with that. But it's sure, forgotten yeah. in your mind in your mind's eye because like it, oh man, the story here like was is really, fantastic. Yeah, is really fun. Yeah. So the thing that I. The thing that I'm like, I'm curious about how they're going to change that stuff. They've said basically they're going to start at Mass Effect three and then and then kind of like use whatever that mo- that version of the game looks like as the model to try to make the other games look and feel as close to that as possible, which does mean some gameplay changes. Wait, and, and one. And yeah, so like one of the things that they've basically said is like, hey, we've we've made the guns feel different in Mass Effect 1 no. between them in the same way that Mass Effect 2 and 3 have different gun feels between whatever gun. It's like, you know, there's like three or four or five pistols or whatever, right? Uh-huh. Mass Effect 2 and 3. And each one feels substantially different. And I think that was like a good way of doing differentiation. But but Mass Effect 1 just had like loot tables and just right. tons of pistols. They all basically felt the same. They just did different effects or different damage or whatever. Right, right, right. So one of the things that they've said is basically like, you know, certain weapons are being, are being, uh, will, will feel a little bit more distinct. 
Um, I think they've, they're making it so that all weapons can be used by all classes in Mass Effect 1, which is a huge difference huh. from how that game yeah. first first started. Apparently, they've changed the way that, like, aiming feels. So, like, yeah, it's mm. going to be, it's going to feel different. But then even weirder for me is the art stuff, as always, where, like, again, there's this this kind of drag and compare thing in Vermeer, where the original Vermeer, which is the place, I guess, light spoilers, is the place where you first confront Saren and you have that big, you have that big conversation with Rex on the beach, and Rex mm-hmm. is pissed because like there's good stuff in the in the lab, and you got to go blow up the lab, um, and he's like, I need that Shepard. This is my people. Blah, whatever. Yeah. I'm Rex. Uh, I like Rex. Shout out to Rex. Um, uh, that place has this in the original has this very like overcast you're stuck in these canyons everything feels kind of dire the whole time and like the new footage is like god rays coming down through the fucking trees and everything's a little bit brighter and greener and lusher and it's like this feels my guess is there is some concept art somewhere that looks more like the new version but the version of it in my mind was like not there were no god rays on vermeyer that day (laughs) there was just there was just sadness and loss um, and, and so, yeah, like I'm, I'm, you know, you know me, I'm, I'm in it a little bit on like, okay, how much is going to change here? Um, I'm also just someone who is like, y'all think about y'all ever go through the Mass Effect story in your head recently, because like, I remember really liking Morden Solis today. What? I feel like maybe our our relationship with Morden Solis would be more critical <laughs> given his relationship to genocide. Yeah. But I mean, he likes you know, to sing. And- he does love to sing. You got me. You got me. He does love to sing show tunes. <laughs> I mean, that would be fascinating. I mean, that, like, totally. That, Everyone I, I loves Ma- Morden Solis, the scientist <laughs> who sings show tunes. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Like, I, do, I do think it's a, it's a game that, uh, like or a series that like sort of like like it came before a certain discourse turns yeah. in how we talk about games but now occupies a certain like legendary uh, like for a lot of people like mass effect like crosses like interests and like mm-hmm. just uh, there are so many people that don't just like mass effect don't just love mass effect it's like they identify with with mass effect and i i will be so curious to see what is the cultural reexamination of? I'm sure it's still like it's a great sci-fi story, but like it's it's like those those beats along the way. Um, and these I characters, think stuff like the like the Geth and Quarian stuff, which like at the time was like, yeah, this is like a thoughtful examination of like the cycle of war and and depression. And I'm like, is it is is that where we is that where we're gonna end up again with the re- reexamination of it when we can when we are more ready to openly talk about the inspirations and the ways in which it, the analogs in our own life life. I think a lot about like Emmanuel's piece last year about the last of us two. And it's the way it drew draws on like uh, Palestine and the occupation of Palestine mm-hmm. and, and uh, that situation. And like, it, will Mass Effect be able to withstand, or 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 what will well, not withstand? It'll withstand it fine. It's going to sell a million billion copies, and people are going to mm-hmm. continue. The vast majority of people who loved it are going to continue to love it. But I'm curious, from like the critical community, what sort of what sort of response we'll see with that tighter lens on it, you know, and, and that that the sharper lens for talking about the social and political, you know, we'll see. Um, also, I just hope that it's still fun to play Vanguard, my favorite class of maybe anything <laughs> ever. <laughs> That game felt good. Yeah, I I don't think I'll play through all three games again, but I'm 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 really just curious to play 
at least some substantial amount of the first game. Yeah. Like both from a, what is it like to revisit that? And then to like how, how far they go with the, totally. like, you know, totally. the scalpel to try and, you know, it was because they, in one of the, one of the interviews they talked about, so well, why not just remake it? And they ran into a similar issue when I did a, a feature on the Sam and Max, like remake remaster they did on, on steam when they, uh, couldn't didn't want to use the Telltale engine anymore, like the proprietary uh, tech that Telltale had made for all their storytelling. Um, and they were switching over to Unreal. What they found was like <clears throat> it broke all the lighting and a bunch oh. of other things. And so it's like when I asked, like, well, why did you guys go? You know, why did the team spend so much time like redoing all the stuff? Like, well, when we ported it, it broke. So <laughs> what are we gonna do? Just like do the old one, or like yeah. wouldn't you take the opportunity to like relight it and you know use some new uh, new technology? And I saw, um, you know, in an interview with Game 4 where they, they mentioned that, like, yeah, they looked into porting it to U- to Unreal Engine 4. It was built on Unreal Engine 3. And when they started that process, it did all that. It broke the scripting. It broke the lighting. And it's like, oh, so we would just be rebuilding the game, not from scratch, but, like, a, a substantial amount of work. Right, And so right. it, was like, it, it was actually just kind of interesting to hear, like, like a lot of the, the texture, like, uh, uh, the textures looking nicer, Mass Effect One and things like that are like it's just AI. Like we're just like using wow. AI to like make that look better, as opposed to like finding you know, like original like 4K assets or, or things like that. So right, it's, right, right. I don't know. It's, it continues to be fascinating to see the different ways that video games revisit. Um, totally. Yeah, themselves. and I listen. I I think I beat Mass Effect One four times. I really like that game, or I you know that game, like you said, is like deep important to my identity in a way that's like. Like yeah, like that was I was a fucking Mass Effect one guy for a decade. Well, it's um, cool, so cool to revisit to your. It's like it. cool to revisit like your own sort of like how you view yeah. games, and it's like oh, totally. all right, I still have a place in my heart for this game, but maybe not the oh. place that it had before. Which they're also is like, changing how the Mako drives, which as a Mako stan, huh. I don't know. I'm not ready for changes. Well, they, <laughs> aren't they also adding um, like Commander Shepard being able to like pick two different? You know, th- that was that true in the was it just. A male commander, Shepard. No, in the first no, one? no, no, no. You, you could be, okay. you could, you could be yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. The only the thing, <laughs> the thing in Mass Effect One is, didn't they? Or maybe I'm not. I, I th- I'm not sure. Okay, all right. I thought I, there was something you, involving you, her. You might have something not. that I don't know. No, I, I might. Is it about be. butts? Can Commander Shepard have a better butt now? Yeah, <laughs> 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 give people. A, oh, well, they, they are changing. Are, they, they are adding like better, uh, uh, like black hairstyles, right? They are like, absolutely the yes, yes. <laughs> and I think just more hair in general because there are not a lot of great hairstyles in that game, as is. So I'm happy to get that. I'm happy to get more a broader range of customization and that shit. Um, uh, and, you know, and, and also like, I am just curious about like, okay, like how are they changing, you know, boss encounter, you know, balancing and shit like that, that they've talked about. I'm curious uh, about Still all gotta that. Still got to fight a baby at some point Here's, during I, that series. Yeah, you what? do have to do that. That's true. You do have to do it. It's a, it's a Reaper baby. The end of the, yeah. The end of Mass Effect 2. You played that one. I did. I did play that one. I yeah. It's like, it kind of looks like a, wah, it just yeah. looks like a, no, I remember it's like, a, what if the Terminator <laughs> was a baby? <laughs> Um, and big, also and big. giant, yeah, not a little big. one. Big baby. Um, here's I got a question for the audience. Uh, for people who are going to replay this, and you already played it once, are you going to and you romance someone in your original playthrough? Mm, are you oh, keeping yeah. those romances, mm. or are you using this as an opportunity to go down a different path? 
And and I get that some people play as like, okay, I'm role playing because I've done this. Uh, this is how I play games. Like, okay, I'm role playing this character. Da, 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 da. But I'm so curious if you had like in your head a canonical playthrough where like I romanced Liara in this run or I romanced Kaiden because that's the sort of person I am. Are you re- are you reliving right your mm. original run? It's like and oh, if I have enough changing distance. it. Do you feel bad about it even a little bit? <laughs> right. Is this a new you who's mm-hmm. having new experiences in Mass Effect? Mm-hmm. Or is yeah, this the like ship you're of going Theseus, ba- <laughs> you know, meets Back to the Future. I need to know. Yeah, exactly. That's fast. I never thought, I didn't think, you know, because I don't know that I remember enough about those choices to, maybe it would come back to me playing I it. I bet it will. Like, oh, but I, but I, I don't know. Because that, that's hard. Because that's such a defining part of playing those games. The, the, the notion of going back, are you just trying to re-experience the same emotional highs yeah. Or as like, oh, this is like all timeline. Like this is a you know the, the exactly it's an AU. We're doing yeah, it's all right. Exactly mm. yeah. Which Different at that Shepard. point, dies. which at that point, I also. wonder. <laughs> do you do you have to? Because I've never you know I'm you know famously pretty much play games once and move on. Yeah. But I wonder, do you almost have to force yourself to adopt the act of role playing, or else will you just necessarily emotionally fall into playing? those same choices unless you tell yourself I need I have to do it a different way and I have to give myself rules and make choices up front or else I will just do what I did before and maybe that makes you happy you know like makes you you happy scratches the old itch but I just think that that's a fascinating question of like do you have to establish rules for yourself email us gamingadvice.com I want to know I want to know what people feel like Patrick's like nah email me I got a story (laughs) (laughs) Uh, no the freelancers out there pitch us on that there are people that know Mass Effect better than me yeah, um, totally. but if you have a story like that's that would be a good one in the run up to the release of this. And here's May my other thought: How are they going to tease the Mass Effect Four in this game? What new yeah, story are they going to add? There, they've got to add Easter eggs or something, right? right? Mm-hmm. Like, is there going to be a can, fourth can, color? Well, they've the said <laughs> they've said they're keeping the extended edition. Okay, and, you know, and yeah, yeah. the thing is, I dis I I disagree with them having done that in the first place, but agree it's probably the right move at this if point. This is what you're going to do? Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, I guess I am curious what 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 uh, what, uh if you're gonna go back when you do a remake and and you know Can it's you? in some ways a it's a retcon so it's like why not right you know go a little bit further and like you know sprinkle in some hints about what what's what's coming next is there especially because they're you know is there go. any way to experience the original ending currently YouTube like that's it right like you can't actually or I guess play if you bought, if you bought a game. Mass Effect three yeah. disc. Yeah. For your 360 and just didn't patch it. Yeah, that'll do it. Okay. So yeah, you can you, you can could do use, it if yeah, you were like if, determined. Because <laughs> I I never that's the one that I never got through. I like played like two hours of it and then uh, got distracted. So I so don't the endings of, of I don't even know. Are, I heard about that, but I never like looked into it because like I I was like I'm gonna get to that game eventually someday, someday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which I guess is when the, this fucking. It legendary edition drops. Um, the, the, it, 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 having played the first two, you should at least. I mean, the Leviathan DLC is like really fantastic. From just like three, a, is that three DLC? I think it's. I think, I think it's okay. three. Um, because I remember famously, yeah. um, at Giant Bomb, um, <laughs> everyone disliked that game. Um, largely. I mean, I think three is a pretty uneven experience in, in in general, but like the ending is like really did not stick w- whatsoever. Um, that we like everyone on the staff had like a really sour taste about the game, and then Brad played the game after all the DLC 
came out. And the mm. DLC was pretty good, and specifically this one where it involves some underwater stuff. There's, like, some really cool fucking lore stuff that felt like it was specifically written as, like, well, so here's a bunch of shit we didn't get in the game. <laughs> would you like some exposition? Mm. And it's like, yes, I would. And it's, re- like, really <laughs> good shit. And yeah. if I remember correctly, Brad ended up loving all of it and then essentially to troll us, like made it his favorite game of the year, thus forcing us to like have to debate him on the merits of like it sneaking in. He, I think he just wanted it to get to like number 10 yeah. on our top 10 list. <laughs> yeah. He's like, well, what's my number one? Would, How can would... this not be in our top 10? It's like, well, because this game is trash, friend. Like none of us liked it just because he played the, you know, the complete the good edition. version. But then the Brad makes the case, right? It's like, that's the version that's no, out was, That's yeah. the version. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If we're not talking about the launch game, we're talking, you know. I know. I, uh, yeah, I, I don't miss. I don't miss fighting over top tens at Giant Bomb, but there is a. It's like becoming a sharpened knife, and there's a beauty in that. You know. Yeah, like I'm um, glad I experienced it. Like you, you come out of that forged anew. Yeah, uh, and you, I know that it's good to know I have that mode. It's out there. If I ever need yes. it again, I can reach uh-huh. into myself and produce that me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Lord, Lord, forgive me. <laughs> Time to go back to the old me. Um, what Bugs Bunny doing right. in past life? He was a killer, man. <laughs> uh, all right. Um, any other any other news hit type things we want to we want to do from last week? I don't even remember if there was anything else big. I didn't. I think that's the. That's the stuff. stuff right there. there right I think, there. You know, Game, GameStop has. I mean, I'll, I'll shout out a couple pieces I wrote. Um, yes. Uh, the GameStop uh, stock has. Uh, you know, it, it the bubble burst, but it didn't burst in the way that people thought it might, which you know would be like a, a real precipitous either rise or fall. Instead, it's just kind of like. <laughs> it's mm. just sort of kind of. I think I saw this morning. It was at like sixty. Yeah. dollars or, or something like that. So, you know, I, I've uh, uh, two stories that have gone over the last couple of weeks. One was about folks that um, got on board and made a bunch of money. And, you know, these were largely folks that didn't have a lot of money and they either went from having, you know, $7,000 to $200,000 and wanted to use that money to pay down, you know, a college debt or buy, help buy their parents a, a house that they never had or as small as like, I'm going to pay some vet bills or like buy a nice bottle of scotch. Um, and then I wrote a piece that went up, uh, I think last Thursday, it was following up because the vast majority of those people had not sold at the time that right. I wrote it. And so I wanted to, the follow up was uh, following these people and like, when did they sell? Why did they sell? And where did they kind of end up financially? Um, and like the short version is like, it's unfortunately what you would expect. It's like most people lost like the vast majority, you know, where someone goes from, you know, the person I profiled who was a 21-year-old art student who imagined they had they were up 200k, imagined a world where maybe they never had to work a 9 to 5 right. and that they could like invest that and or at least like, you know, use that to like minimize how much they'd have to do in like a sort of like a normal job and could just like be an artist and they got out like up to 40, you know, which is still like not nothing, you know, but that's $40,000 is a lot of money. I don't want to like, but that's, that's not a like, lot of money. Cha- it's, it's not like, but it's not change your life. Right. Like, right. you know, no longer engage in capitalism, <laughs> you know, sort of, <laughs> yeah, sort of it's, yes, money. Yeah. You're still going to um, need to do, do work for the rest of your yeah, life. Yeah. Uh, you know, the other people who, you know, took a, you know, got denied, you know, uh, a disability check in the UK, tried to, 
roll money into that to like make that up didn't work out. You know, right, someone right. that put in $75,000 of their savings and became a millionaire, but it's only in theory. And then they didn't sell it and they pretty much lost all of it. Oh. Um, kept the 75, you know, kept their investment, yeah, but, went sure, from a, but... but went from a theoretical millionaire. Did they just like, not I saw the, I saw the receipts. I, well, they, they held on to the, the gamma squeeze theory that there would be an instance where you could turn a million into, you know, Two, three, four million. And Take the mill. I know. Out. You gotta. That, you gotta you get give that seventh rules. number on screen. You gotta hit. Set. I can't. Like, yeah. well, again, I think a big part of this too is just like, I just never trusted. We already talked about all this shit. We already yeah. talked. We don't need to re- re- yeah. hash it all. But Godspeed to anyone who who went deep on that and didn't come out the other side feeling good about it. Um. So yeah, we should take a break. Come back and talk about some games we played. I played some Neo too. I know Kato did too. Yeah. I'm curious what Kato thought. So when we come back, let's talk about some Neo too. I'm up 60 in Doge, though, so, you know. $60? No. 60 cents. Yeah, $60 in Doge. So, okay. like Dogecoin, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. 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 <laughs> Much dollars. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. All right, we're back. Kata, you're playing Neo 2. Yeah. You're playing on PC? I'm playing on PC. I got <laughs> I was I playing on PS5. Redeemed. I heard. I heard people. Yeah, yeah. Call. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can oh my we, god. Can we? Are you uh, kidding me, Kyle? We, do you, you didn't see this? I did. No, I saw it. I, that's why I jumped to. Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah. Go ahead, Patrick. You tell the story. Uh, so uh, in our uh, uh, Kyle, you'll have a chance to defend yourself uh-huh. in a moment. Well, okay. Well, it's everything. Everything. Air quotes. Um, <laughs> yeah. And. Uh, we have, a, we have various Slack channels, you know, and one of them is like a codes uh, channel. And like I, I manage a lot of like the code distribution and for 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 Waypoint. And so I'm often like putting things in there like here's the embargoes, here's the codes. This needs to be a priority for someone or, and this is just kind of up for grabs. Anyone can do whatever they want with it sort of thing. And uh, I pasted one in there for Austin wanted to check out. Neo 2. And uh-huh. so originally I was uh, got a PC code, then I was able to get a PS5 code. And so I gave the PS5 one to Austin. And I thought about redeeming the PC one. And I was like, ah, let's be realistic. I'm probably not going to get a chance to play this. So I'll just put this in here, see if someone else wants to goof with it for the pod or just for, for funsies. Um, and then uh, I noticed. You, importantly, you do, importantly, normally what we do when we paste mm-hmm. the codes in there is we go, copy the whole email we got from a publisher that yeah. says welcome to the world of neo 2 and it usually, usually says hey patrick and, yeah. like, and then welcome to the world of neo 2 here's the embargo shit uh, yes. and then here's here's your code uh and uh it's like i just dropped that in there like had put in several more after that you know i was just moving out of my day and then i saw someone use like the rarely used like threaded like reply function of <laughs> of Slack. Um and I'm like, what are that like th- four responses to this like code I put in? 
Well, it turns out that Kaido just took the code, like the I, I, I put in the text that was just the embargo information right. and a Steam code. Yes. Um, and it did not have like, welcome to the world of Neo. In, in it. <laughs> it just said embargo so, information, all impressions, assets, live streams, et cetera. Yeah, so Kaido just took that code, dumped it in the Steam. We should like, read the actual, Matt okay. says, cool, but what's the game? Kato, can you read your message? I am so sorry, but it's Neo <laughs> 2. And I thought I could just check the game without redeeming it, but I was wrong. Grimace emoji. <laughs> in Kato's defense, I believe in all the console platforms, uh, you can do this. Yes! You can, when you put it into Xbox yeah, or PlayStation it sh- and Switch... Maybe not Switch, Maybe, but like not, several yeah. of them, you can like put it in and it says like, would you like to redeem? Um, yes. And on Steam, it doesn't do that. You put that shit in and it's like, That's boy, yours. your library just leveled up. Uh, you got a new video game. <laughs> you put that code in and it goes, welcome to the world of Neo 2. Oh, uh, <laughs> Which hard drive of yours would like to enter the world of Neo, Kato? Yo, seriously, though, that oh. game was big. I had to delete a bunch of shit. That game is big. Um, how you finding it? You know, good. Um, I I've heard the bounce. PC version has had some issues, some like fidelity to performance issues. Huh. I don't know if you've run into that or not. No, I'm I'm still pretty like pretty early on because I have I had a lot of trouble with the first area because I didn't see a path and I tried to fight the uh, the thing. There's a there's a big, the there's big a, horse. There's demon. a big boy. Yeah, right at the beginning. Yeah, I also I, I, sat, I found that path and I was like, I'm not moving on. I'm gonna beat this horse demon. Did you? Eat shit. Yeah, I beat that horse. Hell yeah. It took nice. way too many tries, <laughs> but I did it. I cannot, I cannot, um, I'm having trouble, like, I just came off of finishing Demon Souls, and yeah. the, the footsies game is very, very different uh, in this. Yeah. Like, in Demon Souls, my preferred build is always Dex, and I do the little thing where you, like, dip in and out of an enemy's uh, aggro range mm-hmm. so that they swing, and you can step back without having to even hit dodge and use stamina, and they'll whiff, right? And then you go in for whatever. That is yep. not the type of game this is. It feels like uh, you they- are using your stamina more, and correct me if I'm wrong, but does your stamina go down when you get hit? Oh, it might. Yeah, it does. <laughs> I just, I'm, yeah, I'm watching footage as we talk uh-huh. so that I can be Fuck. up on that. And I think I just, it does go down when you get hit. That's it's brutal. brutal. I mean, it definitely, yeah, it does. Because, like, that's one of the things that you automatically, like, okay, I got hit. Fucking get the fuck mm-hmm. out. Dodge, dodge. I'm like, wait. I mean, another thing that's different is you can block after you got hit in this. Right. You can start blocking mid-combo, which I don't think you can do in Demon no, Souls. No, totally. Like, um, if, so like those differences are huge in so many ways. Yeah, uh, It's also just a faster game than any of the Souls games are. You I know, think it's slower. I, may, may, I'm, when I say faster, what I mean is, what I actually mean is, a lot of the enemy attacks have um, horizontal movement with them, mm. and they close that distance, which is why you right. cannot just quick hop back. Sure, yes. Right? Um, um, I feel like... I'm I what I needed to do was slow down be, then mm-hmm. then my like demon souls speed given that whenever you get hit it also takes stamina which means you can't react yeah. um except for to block but even blocking still takes stamina down so like yep, it's a totally. it's the stamina situation is fucking rough like how have you how have you mastered the key pulse yet I'm getting there I'm getting there which is a very yeah. interesting that that's like a little interesting wrinkle but um I keep 
I keep thinking it's my my stamina meter is bigger than it is, and like certain attacks yeah. really fucking drain it in, in a much larger chunk than you than you would expect. Um, but like it's just that thing about like, oh, if you get hit, your stamina also goes down, which means your ability to dodge away is also uh mm-hmm. lessened, especially if you like whiff at the end of a combo, your stamina's already low, you get hit. Uh it's made it's made me turn it's I've learned to be more reactive, right? It's like mm-hmm. I can only I have to know the opening is there before I attack, whereas like in Demon Souls, I was making my openings by like, you know, dipping sure. in and out of the aggro rage and trying to get them to throw a, a swing that misses. With this, I feel like the the ad that the ad, the range at which enemies aggro is actually kind of different because they have a they have a few more like long range attacks. Mm-hmm. Um, lots of spear dudes. In spear that first dude, area. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Lots of um, or like the the like um, that one that like very first small demon that yeah, is also a spear a, dude, but like he like throwing, throwing spears, throwing spears yeah. and shit. Yeah. Which you can get that ability, which is wild. That's also. Yeah. I mean, that's the other thing that that like that separates these games, Neo from from uh, the Soul series is like there's lots of skills passive and active that you can get yeah that and like that would that some of which changed the situation you're talking about right like one of the so i'm playing switch glaive which is like yeah. a bloodborne weapon yeah. yeah um and katana just regular like sword um and the regular both of them actually have a move that is about countering an incoming attack mm-hmm. um and the switch glaive one you kind of go into like an obi-wan strike me down <laughs> i'll be more powerful than you can ever imagine stance so just like i'm holding my shit up straight in front of me please don't hit me right now psych got you and you do like a little backspin behind them um and the katana one is even more direct like it's just like you do a counter and then hit them mm. um and both of those have made it so that i can be a little bit more i'm still reactive in the way you're describing right. but you don't have to be as like precious with uh with with range do you know what right. i mean if they come in on you quick you can throw that that parry up and and have it and like that's the thing it's like parry that parry is a skill that you have to unlock right. uh, from your dress sphere <laughs> and then your your uh likewise like backstabs are not a thing you start the ability to do in this game that's a ninjutsu skill that you have to get oh, after you unlock shit. the ninjutsu tree okay yeah uh-huh yeah. so no, what weapons are you using there's like 10 different weapons that all have their own different combos yeah. and shit uh which was fun. Also, very much just kind of obviously it's it's two, so I assume this is like just carrying on somewhat from one. Did you play one? I played some of one, but uh, mechanically, it's definitely carrying on from one. Right. Narratively, I think that there's overlap, but you're not playing the character from one. Right, right. That was a that was an interesting thing they did during the character creation. Uh, the the quotes from your mother and father as you like pick yes. pick things was uh, that was pretty yeah. Fun. But um, I hope my I hope my child has strong arms. Yeah. <laughs> and then the mother is like, or dainty arms. We'll love our child either way. <laughs> dainty magical arms. <laughs> like, okay, yeah. Sure. Thanks, mom and dad. Which one of you is a demon? Is it both of you? I, uh, yeah. I don't know. Oh, I think mom is. Mom's a demon. Yeah. I, that's what the encyclopedia said. Really? Uh, okay. I have to read. Well, because of that opening cutscene, is like, oh, is that is that maybe dad? But I guess not. I guess it's just a run of your Maybe it's demon. both of them. I, I don't know who dad is. My encyclopedia tells me that that my character's mother is some sort of some sort of demon, I believe. Okay. Uh, or some sort of other maybe it's a different type of spirit. I don't know. Right. 
Um, shit. Oh yeah. Oh, uh, the that opening. A yokai. She's just a, she's, she's just, just a yokai. yokai. She's not a demon specifically. Not an oni. Not an oni, but a yokai. So you can put her in a watch. Correct. Cool. Uh, the, <laughs> um, the uh, yeah, the opening where you have like they just drop you in. And it's like here's ten, ten uh weapons. Just pick one. Pick two. You know, I went through that entire circle of stuff and like tried out, and I was like not really understanding stances because they don't tell mm-hmm. you anything until after the after you've picked two things, and then a little menu appears. Like, do you want to do the tutorial now? It's like, oh well, yeah. actually, if I knew about stances, I might have made these decisions a little differently. And you can go back, but I ended up with the the like standard uh, katana and. Um, uh, the I don't know what the name is, but the the ball and chain with the sickle on one. Kusari Gama. Kusari Gama. Yes. Yeah. Um, uh, which I've just defaulted to using the Kusari Gama in high stance because I can. It means I can throw the spiked ball end at people from like mm-hmm. a mile away and just like whack them. Um. Yeah. And two. You should try low stance when they're in close because you get really fast hits, which will just drop their stamina really quick. Nice. That's yeah. This is the thing that like I'm afraid of doing still right now uh, is being close to anyone. Yeah, um, fair. Uh, but yeah, it's just like a lot of uh, unlearning muscle memory and like as for as much as these games get um, compared, it's mostly like a structural thing, like like the like bonfire or like system where you're like looking for the next checkpoint essentially and like mm-hmm. the losing your souls and having to go pick them up situation like those sorts of things are the same but other than that yeah like i've never once in totally a souls game different. turned into a big demon right. to just button mash my way through yeah. <laughs> a boss encounter Sometimes. because i can do that here i've never gotten a, a drop that has like plus uh like like Life three different whatever, yeah like right? four different skills yeah. on it uh because that's not how weapons this is a work. loot game that's yeah. right like like I, you know the neo series i am actually i don't remember how much neo one is like this because i, I feel only like put it was. like five or six hours maybe yeah. it was yeah it must have been uh but like this game is a loot game in a real fucking mm-hmm. way and if you were like i would love to play a game with the structure of a souls game but where i'm just getting drops constantly yeah like you kill a boss and it's like Diablo. It's like, oh shit, look at all this shit that popped out of that guy's Loot head. Explosion. Uh, yeah, a hundred percent. So <laughs> if 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 you want the numbers to go up, there's a lot of them here. And uh I think that it's I'm I'm enjoying it. I'm gonna I'm gonna see how deep into it I get. I don't know. It's one of those games that I know you can put a hundred hours into mm. and I do not have a hundred hours right. in my life currently. Um yeah, so I'm, I'm also curious, you know. like you get like a little opening cutscene and then not much else. And I'm curious how... You meet that guy with the monkey. I haven't yet. Oh. I'm still really early. Okay. I keep dying. <laughs> I'm you bad at dying. it. You've not, so you've not gotten to the first full boss yet? No, no. Okay. What I, I mean, is if the first full boss isn't the, the big horse demon that kicked my ass a bunch of times. In the big open field, yeah. you mean? I mean, I don't know. I don't know who the first full boss is. Okay, I, you sure. know, I'm just saying. <laughs> um, just, there's a there's a there's a boss arena in the level you're on. Okay, yeah. And you'll get there, and you'll beat them. I believe in you. Thank you. I I'm yeah. I think I just yeah. And just clear. Try to fucking delete all of the muscle memory I've been yeah. using uh, over the past 
couple of weeks is like really. I mean, I will say the the souls. other thing then that 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 is worth saying that you haven't gotten to yet is the ways in which this is just different from Souls games is that it's mission based. It's right. like once you beat this, once you beat this, and you maybe you've seen a little bit of this is like there's a big map of the world, yeah. and you kind of go into a level, you load into a level, do your shit, and then leave, and you could replay levels to grind stuff. Um, there's different missions in certain levels, you know, stuff like that. Mm. So like that structure is like pretty distinct in some way. Like, this is actually more like Demon Souls right. than it is like anything else because you're kind you're of like Archstone, kind of but more dumping into Arch. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. Um, but it, it feels even somehow less connected to that, like like the way that those are right. to me, um, which is strange. But you know, uh, those I really enjoyed Demon Souls like level design a lot yeah um that game is just very fucking good like mm-hmm. i actually have come away from it considering it probably the better of the souls of like all of them uh as much mm-hmm. as everyone really loves dark souls i think the level design in in demons is tighter in a way that allows for a little bit it takes off some of the stress i don't know i think like there's yeah. already a lot of stress in in Souls games, given uh, how easy it is to lose it all. But the like tightly designed loop is very satisfying in those in those levels. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, and, and I don't think Neo Two has the level design not yet, at least. Maybe I'll hit a level. And I'm like, yo, this is really really sharp. Right. But right now, well, those games I'm are also both that. meant to be like so sprawling. Like, yes. Then, like totally. I played like 15 hours of Neo, and then I think I read some review like at Polygon that was like, and it took me 110 hours to finish it, and I was like, yeah, so, oh, <laughs> okay, you know, and like, I, you I know, know it's obviously not. all caveats that like you know, I understand, you know, totally mm-hmm. get why people like games that are. You know, yeah, if I was long. not, if I had a different, if I was, if it was 10 years ago, college I would, Patrick that was into oof. souls would look at Neo and be like, mm, this looks like a meal, <laughs> this is like, a you know. Uh, so you know, it's just because those games have loot, you know, so there's like a kind of a different, uh, right. is there loot in the second one? Yes, oh, yeah, uh-huh. big time, big okay. time, big time. But I heard, I remember that was also one of the problems I had with the first one was that man loot management sucked it was a huge pain in the ass um, it's still not great i really wish i could mark a thing in my inventory to sell it as soon as i go back to a shrine just like please just let me hit a button that says like this is junk just fucking yep. sell this right. d- this terrible sword that i'm never going to use um but yeah anyway it's it's very cool i'm glad i'm playing it i know i get why people really love the series um especially folks who i think like Dark Souls, but but also really love character action games. Right. It feels it has that like high degree, especially sorry when I say that I don't I don't mean people like me who like character action games who are like playing through character action games once. I mean people who like character action games and like to get like S ranks on their levels right. because this game has that ceiling it has that high variety. ceiling. Like, I think that's a big part. Like yes. it take like I mean yes. there's variety in the Souls games, but the Neo games like really lean into that to to a degree like, that is just you know you can. You can absolutely like figure out combo chains by switching stances at the right time and shit like that. Like a hundred percent, totally. Um, and yet also, Patrick. It's very difficult. Oh, go <laughs> ahead. No, I was just and and is also extremely like punishing when you get hit. Right, like it's got those two oh, ends. Yeah. Right, where like if you get yes. hit in a in a character action game, it's a lot of times it's like okay, well I'm managing my life, but like this is you're managing life and stamina so mm-hmm. at such a high level that it's like. Yeah, it's a lot. <laughs> yeah, totally. 
Um, Patrick, you been playing anything? You still on that Bowser grind? You what? What are you up to? Yeah. I, okay. So Bowser. So I can't. I can't talk about it till. Although I, I will probably write a review for for Wednesday morning okay. when the embargo is up. Um. And our podcast schedule is, I don't know when I'll talk, like it might be a Monday. couple weeks out. because no. Well, we oh, have Monday off. Monday. Monday. So, right. We have to figure something out. Yeah. Um, so I, one of my favorite uh, um, game reviewer Twitter tropes is uh, you're yeah. under embargo and you're definitely not supposed to talk about how you feel about the game. Mm-hmm. So I never do this because it's like, this. it, it bugs me every time they do it. But I'm going to do, do it here. I'm going to... Uh-huh. I'm really looking forward to talking about uh, Bowser's Fury. Hmm. I see. Okay. Huh. <laughs> Interpret that how you may. Yeah. Yeah. People always say that about games they don't like. That's definitely what people that's why they That's why they do say that. it. That's why they say it. <laughs> that's why I say it. I I come out of a movie theater and I hated a movie. I'm like, can't wait to talk about this shit. <laughs> I'm going to go in on it. <laughs> Shit won't be left standing. They're going to pull this out of theaters by the time I'm done. Not because of anything offensive. It was just bad. Damn. Um, I will I will, I will say I, I, I 100% it. So, you know. Oh, okay. Wow, you just say that's the other Twitter <laughs> right. thing. Yeah. That, like, mm-hmm. I, I'm allowed to say I beat it all the way. Yeah, I beat, I beat, I beat it and like everything in it. Everything so, in it is yeah, all done. That's, that's, yeah. I'm a... You know me. I, you know, you're I just a, a completionist generally. Right. I have a lot of time on my hands. Yeah. And I gotta make you sure. You love collectibles. You love. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. You got all the love. flags in Assassin's Creed One. There's you 150 classic. things to collect. Like double it, please. You know. <laughs> I've heard you say that recently. I yeah. remember you said that very recently um, about. Like on Mar- this podcast, yeah, totally. I was like, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, ten hours out of a hundred. Let's go. Let's go. I, I'm a glutton for punishment. Let's go somewhere else. Uh, <laughs> a magical kingdom of mushrooms and other stuff. Who could say? Uh, um, so, all right. Yeah, well, I'll, we'll I'll, talk about it at some future yeah. point. Um, the other thing is, I uh, just briefly want to revisit. Uh, I apologize to uh, Cyber Shadow, a game that I, Ooh, I think wow. uh, you the, did it dirty. The, I don't know if I did it dirty. Patrick I think the did first, it dirty. I think the first two levels of this game are Ooh, bad. Okay. Um, and uh, you know, give the impression that it is a uh, not a bad, but more just. I think the way I, I pitched it was like, yeah, do you like games like Strider, Ninja Gaiden? Like, here's another one of those, and like, it's fine. That it is how you pitched it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Um, and then I really had. I was like, I don't. You know, I was like, I, maybe I'll get back to this at some point, or I'll be like waiting for like an oil change, and like I'll I'll like pick this up again. <laughs> but like, I, I'll work. On, I'm gonna work on some other stuff, and. I just saw like a couple of people on Twitter that were like really like had beat the last boss were like just like on it hard and were like this game fucking rules and I was like huh okay like maybe like maybe I missed something like I'm gonna go and give this another shot and went in and played like the third and fourth and I just finished the fifth level uh, last night and I, I just think that the first two areas are just like not particularly interesting you don't mm-hmm. have nearly enough interesting abilities and I just think like the level design the like enemy design, like everything about like everything after like the opening, like 90 minutes of the game is just so much better. Like the, the boss encounters are fucking cool as hell. And like really these really exciting, like one-on-one matches where you're Mm. doing a lot of fun pattern recognition, you know, you, you know, it's hollow night type stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, like, yeah. Yeah. Like a lot of like you walk in, it's just like you walk in and just, and and 
to borrow, you know, from Souls. It's not a Souls type game, but like where you walk in and have that feeling of like, yeah. oh, I don't know. Like, <laughs> I'm not going to beat this. You know, like I walked uh, in and fought this like robotic water snake last night and every, or at least the bosses I've encountered have like two levels of health meters. And sometimes mm. that means that they'll switch sort of like uh, how they uh, fight halfway through. In this case, it was just like, it's just two health meters. You just need to get whittle both of those down. I just walked in for like the first half an hour. It's like, what? Like I'm, I'm getting like four hits in. Like I just <laughs> don't, none of this makes any sense. And so I just kept, you know, you know, look, you know, looking at the different anime, like there's such mm-hmm. really beautiful, subtle animations that are happening like all around you that are giving you different cues or like things you should pay attention to. And then by the end of it, you know, the one that I fought, like I like barely got touched and, right. you know, made my way to the end. And it was like really, just really satisfying. Um, and so, yeah, I have come around on that game and now I think it is uh, the first two levels are just eh. And then from there, like it spikes really hard in a way that um, I found uh, to be really satisfying. So if you were maybe turned off of it because of my recommendation, I think there is a, a reason to, to come back to it. I've, I found that it gets gets really interesting as it goes uh, uh, further, further in. Cool. Well, I'm glad to hear that that, that thing takes a, a turn for the positive. Yeah. Um, uh, Kyle, do you have anything else? Uh, All right, no. I'm, I'm going to quickly just shout out some stuff because one of the things that was happening last week also, I guess, is it is it still happening? That Steam Spring? Uh, yeah. It's not spring yet, so I don't know why. I go. It's just called the Steam Game Festival. It's not called the Spring. Okay. Yeah, this is Play like every, every every indie releasing a demo for their yes, game. Yes, exactly. On. So I, everyone trying to drive up their watch list. Uh. Yeah, hundred percent. Listen, I don't, I don't, I can't hate them for it. I played a few things. Um, the biggest thing I want to shout out is Black Book, which is a, it is a like a. Uh, um, a deck builder like a Slay the Spire, but it's very built around narrative in a way that's like, I don't even want to say more like Griftlands because it's way more beyond that. It is like, it feels more like an RPG in many ways. You are, um, it's, it's made by uh, a team from, uh, from East Europe. I don't remember. I don't remember what country they're, what country they're from. Um, But, but uh, you know, very much like Slavic myth, um, they're from they are from Russia, um, and it is one of the most stylish and polished things that I've that I've played in like a demo festival. Um, I think it's I think that they maybe released this as like a prologue last year too. Um, uh, you were playing a woman whose um, I want to say husband uh, has killed himself, and the priests, of course, have all said that means he goes to hell, and you're like, no, I won't stand for that. That's no good. Um, I'm going to become a witch and get him back from hell. Oh. Um, and so it is just totally seeped in um, Slavic mythology, uh, in in this kind of Eastern European mythology around, you know, making deals with the spirits of the field and then trying to, to you know, defeat or, or uh, you know, one of the first missions you get is like the windmill stops at night and it's not because the wind stops. Mm. It's because the local demons have turned on the, on the windmill. Um, and so you're like getting encyclopedia encyclopedia entries about the various kind of myths and legends and rituals of the area. You know, like there's an entire, there's an entire thing about how this one certain type of house is constructed around a set of rules 
um, for instance, like there's a corner called the red corner that uh, has like red cloth put out and now is filled with like the icons of saints, but historically had been like little statues of gods. And if you're, you know, one of the things you're supposed to do is come into a house and like, you know, do a little bow to it and say a quick prayer or whatever, even if there's no, even if there's no religious icons there. And that's because it's commingled with the ancient devils that used to be in this place, you know, basically, right? And keep them the fuck away. Um, there's a lot of like telling people that they should have like, blessed their meals before they ate because now they didn't. And now that means that the little fucking hobgoblin that lives underneath thinks that they're invited to the meal and they're going to come ruin your fucking plates at night because you didn't do the blessing to let them know, say the fuck away. Um, It's also just visually really interesting. You're moving around the world. There's a map that's like going point to point, like a Slay the Spire type thing, but it looks more like a map in like a notebook, you know, where you've been like, all right, here's the windmill. Here's my house. Mm -hmm. Here's a little lake. Um, but then also in each of the major locations you go to, you're clicking around like an adventure game. You're like moving through the fields by clicking through the fields and like and looking for a little like pickups or maybe you'll find some herbs that can restore your health. Or or um, I found a, a, a pickup once that like broke my enemy's defense. And I just also just want to say again that like this game just looks visually so good. There's so much great lighting work happening around like these these like fields and these old houses um it's like it's when i said it was like polished in that way i think it's kind of what i mean Mm -hmm. there's a moment where you're running through a field and these crows kick up and it's just like damn this looks great when you confront that windmill demon like there's a bit where you see some other demons like you get up to the top of the windmill and you look out over the 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 town that you've kind of wandered up through and one of the windmill blades goes by and it's just covered in little fucking gremlins laughing at you and it's just like a great kick it's so good um so that's that's a demo that's worth playing it's not like an hour long um and i also think that the the basic card game mechanics are cool the way it works is that you have a spell book and um, that spell book is sort of like your deck, right? Mm-hmm. And you're, I mean, it is your deck. And so you're like adding and removing pages from it. But then every turn, instead of having mana or energy or whatever that a lot of these card games have, you have like two scroll pages and one key page. And your various pages in your, in your, your various cards basically either have a scroll icon or a key icon. And that means that like, okay, I can use one of these lesser key uh, abilities to maybe modify my bigger scroll attacks uh, in some way, or I can, there's lots of really just good card mechanics around, um, you know, status effects and things that stick around from one turn to another or stuff like that. Uh, I'm really curious to see this full game because it's, it's 100% like captures the kind of, feeling that I think this that I think that the studio is going for in terms of sharing local myth and legend and kind of this very particular history. When I say very particular, again, it's like reading through this encyclopedia feels like someone telling me about interesting historical beliefs from this place a hundred years ago or two hundred mm-hmm. years ago. Um uh and it just it's it's so it works so well. It's visually so stunning. So that's the big one I would I would recommend from from uh, this this demo thing. Again, it's called Black Book. Um, I played another card game from this mix called Jupiter Moons Mecha Prologue, <laughs> which is another <laughs> deck builder. And like I think it's I think that it has like a really good struck basic structure. You're 
you you know how in Mech Warrior it's like left arm, right arm, torso, and you have like your drawing stuff in. Like BattleTech does this too, obviously. That it, that is like what if that is your deck? So every mm. piece of equipment you add is like okay, I've added this new you know laser gun to my left arm. That means I now get these cards added to my deck. Okay, I've added this heat sink, which means I get these cards added to my deck, and that stuff works really well. And I think it's like. Totally, it was like a game I clicked and played through for the full demo, and I like mind empty cards go up, <laughs> lasers come out. Um, but I think it was a really easy demo in a way that, like, I didn't, I never felt like that scratch that a good card game gives me where I'm like, ah, oh, shit, my resources are low. Like, no, I'm healing through everything, nothing can touch me, mm. I'm invincible. And it's a demo, so, like, whatever. Maybe the demo is in some ways more about getting feedback on UI or more about feedback on the range of abilities or something. You know, I don't know what the dev feels like they need from from people. Um, but I but I, I think if if the basic balancing can become more exciting and, and more, you know, precarious as I play, I'll end up liking it a lot because it's a mech-based deck builder and that's who i am <laughs> um i in the non-deck building category i did play tasso machi which is um a game that i think was announced at one of those many indie festivals this past year uh and it just has like such a good look it's just visually stunning there's like you're on a little you know like air air ship but like really a little one like a personal airship with a big balloon and you're going through these these kind of um east asian inspired environments uh and landing to do some platforming and like it's very pretty mm. and it's fine i like you know the platforming is so simple that it doesn't and i'm not a platforming person but it's like it's just there's nothing there in terms of there's like some additional little side challenges and stuff like that but it, it it needs a bigger mechanical hook than jumping on little places that give me jump boosts um and it's a shame because i think that the atmosphere is is through the roof yeah, this looks uh awesome like uh-huh but Okay, but do you see in this trailer that I've linked at? Yeah, I've, I just saw the platforming, and I get like my fingers twitched. <laughs> yes. Um, uh huh. It's it's t it's tough when you see, when you play games like that where there there are just certain genres where it's just really hard to get away with, like where in, in, from from just being like baseline co even competent, like mm -hmm. where it's going to start breaking the experience. Like platformers, like shooters, like they're just like certain genres. Like, hey, you start playing in here. Boy, the rest of it's really got to pick up the slack if you're going to put this in here as like, you know, the the thing that the player is going to do mechanically while the rest of it uh, kind of like tries to support it. And, I you know, maybe they, they get made... there with this, but like yeah. it almost just seems like, hey, what if it's just like an adventure game? Or what like, if it was just an adventure game or or uh, give me give me like focus on storytelling, focus on something else that can be that that really takes advantage of these big environments if your platforming isn't going to be like top notch or, or or even competitive in that way it just doesn't feel good to jump in this game right and like that's yeah, the thing i'm being asked to do is to jump on these platforms and work out alternate alternative solutions and and stuff like that and who that's, knows that's like, me trying to play that Balam's world whatever oh, that did you play blonde oh Wonder boy world? did i did did i play that demo for i watched uh some of the John bomb people play that that's that looks rough man they're uh yeah i've 
had like a visceral reaction to hitting the X button for the first time. Mm. Like the first jump I took, like I, I like put the controller down. I was, I was just like, like it, it like shook me to my core. I was just like, whoa, <laughs> that felt so bad to do. I don't yeah. want to do that again. Yeah. Um, it's too, it's, it's almost, it's so weird because I, on one hand, I, I wish games had more demos, that players had more opportunities to yep. understand what they're getting into before they play a game. I wish it was easier to, like, you know, get refunds and all that because um, so much of all marketing, you know, games or otherwise, like, are doing their best to kind of, like, trick you into paying for something and then, you know, be stuck there. But boy, I don't know that I would have released demos on all platforms for <laughs> this game because you just, it seems like it was like someone was like, hey, this is a bad video game. I have to get the word out. We should do a, a really accessible demo on all platforms well in advance of release so that people could cancel their pre-orders. Oh. <laughs> it's like I've never seen a demo be like a better like example of like, yeah. I don't ever want to play this again. Um, it's like a, this is a 3D pla- action platformer, right? Yeah. Where you have like powers. From- is it, is, it, is it not? Is it Yuji Naka? I like, think it's Yuji Naka. Uh, I think it's yeah, Yuji yeah, Naka. Yeah. Um, who is like, who is, who is uh, one of the kind of like Sega legends of old. Yeah, was involved um, in a Sega or a Sonic, I believe. Sonic, like, yeah, know, was, was, was a huge part of, of Sonic Team. He ran Sonic Team, I want to say, during the kind of Saturn and... Um, yeah, and I want to say he was in like... God, he was know, even yeah, he was the lead Knights. programmer of Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah, Knights is the one that is like... The Knights, for me, when I think of Yuji Naka, I think of this run of games that is Nights into Dreams, mm-hmm. uh, uh, the Sonic Adventure, The Knights Christmas disc that you could get from Blockbuster. The Knights Christmas awesome. disc. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Um, and then I think he helped produce, he was a producer on uh, Fantasy Star Online. But yeah. that era of Sega is is like when I think of him as a leader of the company in that way. But uh, yeah, he also did work through the Sega Genesis era. He was a programmer on fantasy star and on all the Sonic games and, and all that stuff too. But, but he kind of stepped up into leadership in the, in the like Saturn dreamcast era. So yeah. Anyway, this game's bad. Don't play it. <laughs> I mean, do put down the demo and go, what would it like be like to, to play like a really terrible platform? It's like a so really weird because you only have one button, right? It's a one button. Okay, you have movement, but then you also have like your action button, and that changes based on what costume you're in. Yeah, like that's the whole pitch of the game. Is is right? that like uh, you're yeah you are you are you're jumping into these different costumes that change like your basic mechanics. So, like you'll have a, um, you know, like a fireball or like. But it makes the a- whole game seem like a mobile game because there's only the one button. And so it makes me feel like, did is this coming to phones? Is this built for phones in that way? No, it's on everything. I mean, you have like attacks. Like it's not just jump. Like you, I, okay. th- I think there might be a little bit more. I I don't know. I you know attempted to. Uh, your brain can only you know remember so many things. And I I, I quickly sure. uh, brought it up to my brain that like let's just forget this one. Like we're we good. can like, we can move on on this one. Remember you know something like something related to your neighbors instead of um, like the the particulars of this. Of this there was you game, never so. helped that farmer with his corn problem. No, I said the way the people dance in this game. Look up a video. It is yeah, it is please. it is it is something else. Or or download the demo. 
Uh, no, 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 no. People should try it for themselves and, and the experience see that we're not just... Wonder World Land or whatever it's called. <laughs> I, mean, it's, I think it's Wonder World. I want to say it's Wonder World. Because every time I want to say Wonder Land, and I'm like, no, it's not. It's not the thing that would feel comfortable saying. It's the thing the that sequel, I have to stretch uh, for. The sequel, Wonder Land. Right. Uh, is, is this like a Disney, like, you know, like East Coast, West Coast thing? One's right. uh, Balan's right. Wonder Land. Yes. Balan's Wonder World. <laughs> yes. Uh... Um... So yeah, so that's that's also part of this this demo uh, <laughs> thing that's out there. The last if thing there are other, if there are other demos that people yeah, you know, please write, tell me. I want to write I'd in. Love. Um, uh, I'll say Loop Hero, that game I talked about a couple of weeks ago, has got a, demo. a release date, uh, and it got a release date. You're oh, right. Shit. What is it, like Early March, March something? Yeah, right, yeah, March yeah. 11th. Um, uh, I also played Glitch Punk, which oh, is like the one. sequel. It's like the sequel to GTA 2. I never. Knew I always knew I wanted. Actually, I was a big GTA Two fan. Believe it or not, like obviously, it's like the cyberpunk top-down GTA game. Uh-huh. I played um, so much. I didn't play the. F- I never owned GTA Two. Yeah, but I yeah. played so much of the timed demo that came on like whatever PC gamer disc yeah. that I got. Yeah, like you got like five minutes, and I played. I basically, you know, it was back, you know, the argument against demos where you can play the five minute version and then never, I mean, I don't think I was allowed to buy the game, but no, right, I didn't but need to because that, that demo was, was more than enough. Yeah, totally, totally. And this feels very much like that in terms of visual style and like tone and aesthetic and all that, which is to say, if if that sounds like edgelord bullshit to you, then, you you know, it probably is. Um, <laughs> but I love, I just, I, I forgot how much I liked these weird top down action open world action games which we got some we got some of back in that kind of ps1 era uh uh you know both on pc and on console and it's just like a weird perspective to play a game in and i like it um so yeah there's only like uh what's the one um there's like the one guy who's made two of these in a row he's like a mostly solo developer shoot what is i don't know who you mean um what what are they like they're like these. They're just They're like, like these. Dang, I don't. I wrote an article about it recently, but I can't. I'll try. You continue. You, you dig it up. I, you dig I'll, it up. I'll, I'll dig, dig it up. It up. Um, then I played. I did play one more thing, and it was another card game. It's called Rogue Book. Richard Garriott is involved. I had to download it because Richard Garriott of sorry, not Garriott. Jesus Christ, Garfield. <laughs> I'm gonna say Ultima. Richard Garfield. Wait, Richard, Richard Garfield. Garfield? Yes, of Magic the Gathering and yeah. Netrunner. Not Andrew uh, Garfield. Is involved. But listen, but like when I see Garfield, yeah, not Andrew Garfield, <laughs> Spider-Man. When I see Richard Garfield's name attached to things now, I'm sort of like, oh, word? Like, did he just like swing through the office for a day yeah. and then sign a release saying you could use his name? Like, what's the situation? I don't know how deep he is in any of the games his name shows up on now. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is like another, This I think this is a pretty cool game. This is another deck builder and you're exploring a map between fights and you're like filling in the map tile by tile with like ink and revealing like what's in the kind of areas you're not you can't go to. So it's like if if the map hasn't been revealed, you can't go there yet. And so you're like bouncing from almost like a lighthouse to lighthouse, which also reveals some of the map. And then you're using you know stuff that you found and you're upgrading your deck. And it's like a. You know, it's like you and it's like multiple characters on each side of the fight. Uh, it's more like one of those than it is like a, a one on one or one on multiple enemies type thing. But again, it's very much in that Slay the Spire monster uh, train vibe. Um, so, oh, so yeah. yeah, that's that's also coming out. Those are the things that I, that I touched that anyway. That's Rogue Book. Rogue Book. Rogue Book. Yeah, and I downloaded a bunch of other stuff that I still need to actually check out, but I just haven't. Retro City Rampage and Shakedown oh, Hawaii. Yes, oh. right. 
Right. I never played those. I don't know, maybe um, I should have. Yeah, like those. I mean, they definitely. Uh, they. I think they shave off some of the edge lord humor and replace yeah. it with something yes. different. But it definitely like those are games that you know pretend you know use that design uh, framework and um, ran with it. Oh, the other. Uh, I I I finished. I finished 13 Sentinels. Uh, oh, congrats. Uh, I did not get back to it last week, Patrick. Uh, You're going to have to find somebody I'll, else. I My time is else. just not there um, right now. Uh, yeah, that was tremendous. It certainly would have been in my top 10 had I played that game uh, last year. Um, and the thing I'll, I'll say about it is that, like, I think what's remarkable about it um, is that if I was to sit and explain to you the story, mm-hmm. I don't know that you'd come away going, wow, like, that's, like, a really inventive, one-of-a-kind sci-fi story mm. like it's not trying to be that it isn't that um it's 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 the uniqueness of, of its presentation like how the story is told and the fact that that occurs like uniquely in a video game um is like a huge part of like why it's just so because like, if you were explained to it the story yes it's convoluted sci-fi bullshit but uh it do, it's not that out there if you've like <laughs> read enough convoluted sci-fi Bullshit. Mm-hmm. It's the fact that it's like, oh, they. It feels like the story was written, and then was like, well, then how can we dice this up and tell it in a really interesting, in like way? a non-linear way, where you're jumping from yes. character to character. Yes, the non-linear presentation is a huge part of what ends up making it special, and it's also because along the way, the the characters take such center stage. Often, it is you know in in convoluted sci-fi bullshit stories. The convoluted sci-fi bullshit is like the appealing part as opposed to like – and the characters are just there as mechanisms to, to tell the story. Mm-hmm. And here that doesn't feel the case. Like I think because of the nonlinear fashion, so much of the mechanics of the story that make you go, holy shit, like really just don't start happening to like so much later that right. you're invested in the arcs of the characters and how they're affected. It's mm. – you know, it's – you know, I, I – I, as I often do bring uh, so many things back to Lost. But, like, the the reason I liked that show was, like, not the mysteries. It was, like, how the mysteries affected the characters. And sure. I think that that show got itself into trouble because there were ways for people to not do that, which is you could get completely wrapped up in the mystery and not care about the characters. And if you didn't like how the mysteries wrapped up, that made that show, like, very unsatisfying. Mm-hmm. Um, where, like, 13 Sentinels, I think, like, the way it's structured is like so specific in particular. It feels like it had to have like had like, I'm sure it wasn't like a finished script and then they diced it up, but it feels like we know what this is. We know why these, we're going to make people care about these characters. And then what's going to make this like feel even more explosive is like the structure in which we're telling it and the weirdness that like that is layered on top. And Mm so um, I now it's fun to understand why people were so hype um, for, for that game. And I, I think it is, I definitely think it's a journey Worth going down. I had no regrets on playing it on easy where I just basically say, if anything, I wish the game had another mode that was just like, do you not want to do this? <laughs> like there's like su- such precious little storytelling that occurs in the combat itself. Yeah. Like it's all like based on like which characters you've chosen to bring into combat. So there'll be like mm. little chatter, but it's just bullshit. Like it, you don't learn anything. Um, right, and right. so like there was like an instance where the way I played the game was – um, I would like fill out a character's um story arc and then I'd hit like a lock where it's like, hey, you can't do this until you do X, Y, or Z. And then I'd move to the next character. And I I would do that. And then like maybe I'd unlock the invent that I needed for someone else. And so I'd go back, do that, and I would do everything I could from a storytelling perspective, and then I would go do 90 minutes of of combat. Um <laughs> and I 
that was fu- like fine like the first two times I did that because um, I would mostly just do the combat parts while I'm watching like a television show. Mm-hmm. Um, but then like I'd done 95% of the story and like I just needed to do the end game stuff and it was like, hey, you want to go do like 90 more minutes of Ugh. like combat sequences that even on easy, they're not going to be hard. They're just going to be long. Um, yeah. And I was like, I, not, re- not really a game. Like I don't. <laughs> Um, and you I feel did it, it all and like it, it would have been better if that stuff had been challenging for you to where like it would have at least been. Me, me, I don't think so keeping. because I heard, but based on what talking to other folks that had like finished the game was that you kind of needed to ratchet the difficulty like all the way up for the game to start pushing back, and then mm-hmm. even if you just put it on normal, it just would have taken longer. I don't know right. that it would have been harder, and plus it's like I. Sure, I didn't play enough of the combat to have like the mechanics push back on me. Yeah, I just didn't care. Like I, I was just yeah. not here for that. I knew what yeah. I wanted out of the game, and if I could have just like sliced that out, it would have made. I w- would have enjoyed the experience <laughs> more. Um, as as a result. Um, so anyway, it's Thirty Sentinels. Very, very, very good. I will find some way to. I don't know, rope Chris Plant or someone onto a, a spoiler chat uh, to, to do that. Listen, I, I, I should say, because I know, because people have like gotten at me on Twitter to be like, Austin, you really love this game. I, like, well, I did, I did, that's, that is, that is my even, own. Oh, no, even before you, doing. even before you, even before that, I mean like last year when it first came out. Okay. And gotcha. like, if you could see my discord history of being, of being like, I hope they fucking port this game or, or localize this game. I can't wait to play. I hope that they, they bring this over. They bring over the other vanilla stuff. That this is the one that like, maybe it's, it's so narrative focused. Maybe they're not going to do it. Like I was looking forward to this game for years and it's just like COVID has just put me in a place yeah. where I just don't have that place mm. or time. Like my schedule I'm hopeful is just this game will fucked get now, man. Ported to switch. It'll it, like, this is like a yes. game that, you know, I, I was happy to play it on my phone. It would look, the art would look beautiful. On, well, and you know, and TV, once my, once life is back to a thing that like, I'm getting more done. This this is a commute game, boy. Like if totally. you were going places, man, totally. or like going on a trip to PAX or like whatever, yes. like this game is like the way you can play it, like in small chunks, it would just be, it would be the ultimate train, like totally. Game. Like no, I just, I just want to make sure people know no one is more disappointed than me <laughs> that I have not, that I'm not in the place to play this game right now. So. It's you and then it's and me, then you. but you're above me. Like yes. you're more disappointed yes. than me. <laughs> yes, exactly. And I'll get there at some point. You know, um, well, so. well, we'll revisit that later. But I do. It is the game that uh, I, I, I really, I do hope it gets a switch port because I just think that there is a much larger audience for this game, right? Um, or if it got ported to phones. Like, there's really nothing stopping this game from yeah. like, being a mobile. Uh, a I mean, think about something like nine 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 came out on phones, right, and mm-hmm. PC, and like they just cut the puzzles, right, or they made they them... allowed you to skip them. I think, right? Just so like... do that with the with the tower. And that, if, they, if they were to do like a special edition that like got ported, I would I would hope they would just put one in where it's like, do you want to just like click and and like just yeah. just move on? Um, because I, uh, you know, it. I will say I. Remember when I did like the how long to beat and it said like 33 and a half hours. Um, I was like, all right, I get myself one of these a year. I'm going to do this in sleepy January. <laughs> um, and even though I put it on easy, I still hit, I think, 31. So like I shaved right. off a little bit of time. But, um, you know, what they I could have got I could have gotten that down to like, you know, 26 uh, with without <laughs> the, the combat entirely. Right. Uh, they should do in the special edition a thing where instead of playing those fights, they just animate those fights and they're really pretty and they still give you any of the story beats that matter via animation. But that's it. You know, if I could have just watched a scripted version of it, it was like, hey, yeah. did you want to just watch the comp? You want to just like pick your characters and like 
we'll just like play it for you. I was like, I, yeah, I, like because the comet's really pretty. Like it looks gorgeous. Yeah, like it that looks stuff like gorgeous. blows up and yeah. It, it, oh yeah, <laughs> it looks when like a thousand missiles shoot out. <laughs> yes. Like re, like occasional like uh, was it the thing? Bangayo like that that Dreamcast yeah. sixty four game yeah. like, like boom. There's like a thousand missiles going out. It looks it looks gorgeous or you know you just. This robot's just tackling someone, and like that's its yeah. main attack. But not for any reason. That seems seems like he'd rather have the missiles. But you know that tackle looked good. Um, so totally. Thirteen Sentinels, good video game. I'm glad you. I'm glad you got through it. That uh, makes me feel good. Um, all right. Well, on that note, I think we're. I think we're through it. Also, mm-hmm. we got through it all. Uh, we will. We will be back next. Or we don't know if we'll be back next Monday. I guess that's the thing. We don't know if we're gonna, there's going to be anything in the Monday feed. Yeah. Usually we look and see if like will an advertiser get mad at us? Like, do have we committed yeah. to an ad? Then we will do something because that's a contract we signed. But you know, we try to give ourselves time off. So I, I would say, do not expect a pod on Monday. And if there is one, then we had a contract we agreed to. <laughs> right, exactly. And, and we'll, you will then hear like me and Austin talk about Bowser's Fury for like 25 minutes. And yeah, exactly. <laughs> fulfill our obligation. Um, and then, and then we will be back on Friday with another two-parter, two-part panel uh, conversation. Do we know what those episodes are yet? Can, can we say um, that? Are we allowed to, Kata? I don't know what the rules are, so I'm uh, just not going to say, say it, it then. Just but in case. I don't need to get in trouble yeah. on that shit. TV's uh, weird. Um, so TV's weird. Uh actually wait, that's the that's the way to do it real quick. Watch check this shit out. TV guide reset mm. vice. Then Is that come over here and see. Yeah. Let's see. That's exactly right. That's like let me go over here, look at the schedule here. I know it's a Wednesday show. And I scroll down here. Here we go. Reset. Okay, these are gonna be the war games episodes. Uh the first episode is about uh, like the history of the of games and the military, the military investing in games, VR stuff. I would, uh, the second one is is about like VR or is about military recruitment stuff. And I I was on the first of those two panels, uh, which was fun because I got to be the person who said like, "Hey, we never talked about what the U.S. military does. <laughs> we should talk about that a little bit." Um, so, so look forward to those conversations. That first conversation is also like very heavy, but very good because, um, one of the people on it is a form is someone who served in the early two thousands and has since become an anti-war activist. Um, uh, and, uh, you know, who, who, uh, went through went through fucking hell uh in in that situation um and who's also someone who's like written about the place games have on military bases and stuff mm-hmm. um so it was a really interesting conversation uh so so look forward to that on friday um you'll hear me do a very similar throw to this probably on friday's episode <laughs> uh so so sorry for d- duplicating but then yeah we'll be back when we're back after that i hope everyone has a good week um, it's very weird not doing a Friday show now. It yeah. feels like we don't check in. You know what I mean? It feels like, it, it feels like I, I'm not talking as to people directly as often, even though yeah. this is not like, you know, it's we weird. We can't have our pretend uh, uh, go to the bar and like have a beer check in right. like the Thursday yeah. podcast function. <laughs> That's exactly our, it. The closest thing we have. Totally. Um, you know, except, what? It's, and, Rob, here, except okay. it's Rob pouring a drink. You know uh, what? Here right. I'm gonna yeah. God, I'm going to read one question from the bucket to try to, like, make that feeling exist a little bit better. This one comes in from Waz, who says, if you could will into existence a stuffed food roll, 
pizza rolls, hot pocket, etc. What would you have in it? Personally, I think a nacho roll would be pretty good. That exists. It's called the Crunchwrap Supreme. Mm, I guess <laughs> I feel like I, we are, like kind of also already did this exercise when I like the the, the lasagna burrito. Oh, the lasagna that's right. burrito. That's a yeah, true. Which is kind, which is kind of like, like what I yeah. I legitimately thought was thinking through my answer, and I was like, well, lasagna, and that would be really good. And I was like, I think I've already. <laughs> I still done think it's different though. A lasagna burrito is a big meal. Yeah, but if you could yeah. have like think about something that's more like so like, like compact, hot pocket like a size, size. Mm. and like you just toss it in the mic. You you heat up the oven. You toss, <laughs> toss them in there for in a little bit. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I just don't think I've ever heard anyone call a microwave a mic. No, a microwave, a mic. I'm trying to, think, I'm try, I'm trying to think of it. foods that <laughs> I like that already I haven't eaten. And like, you know, because I, I thought, I, like, I love pizza. And it's like, yeah, that's yeah, the pizza rolls. Like, <laughs> like, that's already a thing. <laughs> they made those before they made those a thing you could buy in the freezer aisle. That was just calzones. So They've been think, making pizza rolls. Think through food. I know. I, it's, I guess, well, the it has part to be of warm came back, too, right? Like, that's a thing. It doesn't have Part of the reason I came back to lasagna is because, you know, when I think about like, you know, like desert island foods, like if you had like, you know, like I, I just love pasta. Whenever my wife is like, oh, we're eating pasta again. I was like, yeah, we're eating <laughs> pasta again. Um, yeah. uh-huh. So I think in wow. those terms, like I'm thinking like, you know, spaghetti, like spaghetti, linguine, like how, give me different pastas, like in a tiny little morsel, like a little mm. pop of uh you know, like some Italian food, like wrapped up, like that's that's the direction. I just so it's wrapped I, up in a different dough than the the pasta dough, right? Like, or are yeah. we doing like a ravioli situation where it's basically ooh. a oh. big ravioli? Ooh, <laughs> you've opened us up to a new world, Kado. <laughs> oh, I've just realized I was like, oh, I also have these other two questions to look at, and they're from the same person. Was <laughs> just emails us really good food questions. Hell yeah. People say you can't compare them, but I think we should. So what's it going to be? Apples or oranges? <laughs> oranges, 100%. That's the idea of the question. So what's it going to be? Oranges with or a oranges? fucking bullet. Yeah. So what's it going to be? Apples or oranges? <laughs> like a mobster about to break in kneecaps. Uh, no, for real, though. Oranges. I've, I love I'm gonna, oranges. I'm going to pick an orange, uh, ta- a tangerine, a mandarin over an apple. Because here's the thing. I feel like it is more, you are more likely to pick up a bad apple that is just like that weird mealy texture that I fucking I yeah, cannot I hate deal that. That makes you not want to eat an apple for like Ever. three weeks. Yeah, you know, it's just like yeah. I'm just like turned off from the whole fucking situation. I don't want to eat apples again <laughs> if they're gonna be like this. But oranges. I, I mean, problem, I also the problem is I like like if I like if, if it's the end of the world and it's like there's in front of me is the apple or uh-huh. the orange. Uh-huh. Like I'm gonna eat the orange. But I think of oranges as something like I don't want an orange every day. Like huh, I feel like that an, too an orange much is acid for you. What's yeah? It's the... like a, it's it, I ha, like I have an orange. I love orange juice, and it's like uh, yeah. I drink orange juice every morning. But like an, an actual orange is like, well, I have that, and like I'm good. Like it's a little more special. Whereas like an apple just feels like I could put that in a bunch of different things. Sure. Like it's I maybe it's because I don't respect the apple as much, and it's like okay, <laughs> fine. Like yeah, fuck push me with up. some fucking peanut butter <laughs> apple. Like oh. we're good. Like wouldn't do that mm. to my orange. No, <laughs> yeah, I would just raw, just orange as is. But yeah. you're right. The apple has a lot of uses. You could you could do yes. stuff with the apple in yes. a way. I can hide it. It's, a, it's kind of like a, pasta it's in a that canvas. way. It's like hey, well, kind of right. put you in a different. Thing. Right. Yeah. Totally. Totally. Absolutely. I feel like you can save a bad apple by putting it in a pie. Yeah, yeah, oh, 100%. Right? That's like the classic thing to do with yeah. a bad apple, right? Right. Put it in a pie. That's what they Delicious. say. One bad apple don't spoil the whole bunch, girl. <laughs> Take that shit out and put it in a pie. <laughs> oh, well, there's the, there's the podcast title. Uh-huh. <laughs> 
That's it. Uh, a cast or whatever. We'll see. Have you ever we'll had see, an we'll orange with Nutella says. though? No, <laughs> no, I would not. Delicious. I, have you ever had blank with Nutella? No. The answer, the answer is no. <laughs> Patrick coming out strong against Nutella, against? or just you haven't? No, against. I had it one time, mm. and like we, uh, it's. My mom loves uh, Nutella. Could, I had it in high school where like a someone that had like was new to our high school, and so it was like a day where like they brought in something. I think they were from New Zealand, and they was like, oh, like. Like Nutella is like, you know, really huge over there and not really yeah. like as much of an American thing. And so like they brought it and served it. And it was just like, how do I get this shit in the. Wow. What? Like before. Now, I've never tried it since. So I've like had I've oh just my like God. maintained that experience all along. It's and like maybe just... I feel differently. Maybe 36 years old. I need to to spread my wings. It's I need chocolate to, and hazelnut. Are you sure thinking of Vegemite? Yeah, I was going to say, was it. What did it taste I like? I might. I might. I might. That's a distinct possibility. Because Nutella is like chocolate. It's yeah, like maybe, it's maybe, that is, maybe I'm confusing them in my head. I, what if there's... You, I mean, you said it's Australia? Australia? Yeah, Australia. Vegemite is Australia. Right. So um, the New Zealand part makes sense. Right. Sure. And it's like... It's uh, it's like a vegetable spread. I don't know. Uh, I don't yeah, know what it is. Definitely. Yeah. You know what? Sorry, Nutella. We're definitely talking shit about Vegemite <laughs> right here. I need you to get the smallest oh bottle God. of Nutella you could find this week. Yeah, and just yeah. try it on that something. That's around now. Well, no, you I'm probably... taking it back. Like I don't have an opinion now. I'm back to Kato's original. But that's what, that's what I'm saying. Is like, I, but I want to know now. Now yeah, I need to, we know, need to your, know what you should your get an orange is. Nutella and see what Hell that combo yeah. does. Oh, okay, let's go. Delicious. I bet it's better on Apple though. I feel like Apple is a better canvas for Nutella than an orange is. I feel like like a a favor clash, a flavor clash to me. No, um, like you ever had right. like an, uh, uh, one of those, uh, orange, like chocolate oranges, right? I have not had one of those chocolate oranges. Yeah. It's no. a thing. It's like a little, uh, I believe you know, I know it's a, it's a thing. I just haven't had one. Yeah. They're delicious. It's just like shaped like an orange, but it's just solid chocolate, but it has orange flavoring in it. And it's I delicious. See. Oh, I just have had, I've had orange or I'm sorry. I've had chocolate that does have some sort of orange flavor right. for sure. And I do like that. And so, that like, is nice. the the hmm. Nutella and it's like the Nutella and like raw orange is really playing in that space. And it's fucking delicious. I used to have that f- shit for breakfast, just like a whole orange and like a little Damn. bit of Nutella, and like that was that was it. It was delicious and wonderful. There you go. Well, on that note, everyone, please enjoy your Nutella this week. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we and yo, if you like Vegemite. Go with God, I guess, but don't take it anywhere I think near I had Patrick. it when I was in Australia once. <laughs> yeah. But I don't remember it. I don't remember if I had a strong feeling. And that's the safest way to be on the internet these days. <laughs> so I'm going to commit to that. All right, everyone. I hope you have a good week. We'll be back later this week with those reset panels. I hope you enjoy those. Uh, until then, uh, thank you to Bowen for letting us use the track Miss You off the EPPL machine. Find out more about that at waypoint.zone slash B-O-E-N. Find me on Twitter at Austin underscore Walker. You can follow everything we do. Twitter.com slash waypoint, waypoint.advice.com. Kato, where can people find you online? On Twitter at A underscore Kato underscore appears. Patrick. At Patrick Kleppick. There, that, that's it on Twitter, Patrick Klepek on Twitter. <laughs> I don't know why that sounded like a that sounds like an old video game like voice sample from before you could do voice samples. You know what I mean, like Joe Montana football or <laughs> Patrick Klepek. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Double dribble, like one of those. <laughs> Patrick Klepek. 
Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, all right, everyone. We'll talk to you later. Fuck capitalism. Go home. Peace. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Sorry, there's a very loud... Is this coming through? Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. I'm going to wait until this drives past before I pick back up. That's Sorry. Snow plow? Snow plow. It's a snowplow. It's a snowplow on a road that's mostly plowed already. And so it's mostly just hitting the <laughs> fucking road. Right. Um, I, like, I was definitely supposed to be part of a preview event and then didn't add it to my calendar. And I got this email Ooh. that's like, thanks for participating in our preview event. I was like, you're welcome. <laughs> I was definitely there. Um, one, one time I tried to be in this uh, preview event for uh, to get the yeah. code. I had to like be in an event. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. And so it was just like going to Discord channel and like put it on and like ignore it while yeah. I did some presentation so I could just get the code email at the end of it. Yeah. But I ended up having to watch Elizabeth and like tried to join it on my oh, iPad no. and then like had it on in the speakers and was just like talking with my daughter and then finally at some point there was like is there a ba- is there a baby on this call and i was like um so i just i just quit i just like i was like so shook that it was like i'm not even gonna find the mute button i'm just like i'm out like and i sent an email it's just like Incredible. yeah so like my daughter uh i need to take care of her hopefully Amazing. i still get that code that's very <laughs> sure funny. don't worry about it that's very good time dot is meaningless for tom brady yeah fuck dude that game was brutal yeah that was no that was no fun that was that was Mm-mm. you want it you want it if he's gonna win you want him to fucking feel it a little bit at least. yeah i wanted a good yeah some. like I, good, like some. yeah i wanted i wanted like a game a game where the other team could throw a pass yeah yeah <laughs> i saw a so tweet last night that was like uh mahomes just threw the two like best um incomplete passes, incomplete passes. Yeah. Yeah. oh he yeah. there was one he was being tackled to yeah. the ground mm-hmm. and he threw it 30 yards and it hit the it hit the guy in the, the, the end zone in the helmet i know i saw a stat that um he he ran uh just shy of 500 yards in that game but not forward right. like in just scrambling <laughs> right he right. he did almost fucking, 500 yeah. yards just Jesus. fucking trying to make it work. Uh, the pocket did not exist. <laughs> no, it's not. It was, <laughs> no, no. Just to go to go do a sprint, do a half marathon. Uh. Uh.